0: Greetings and welcome to another episode of Stamper Cinema. As always, I am your host, Andrew. Today, I have something really, really special in store for y'all. I have the, the honor, the privilege at finally getting my best friend in the whole world to join me on this podcast. So this guy, his name is Rob. He and I go back. Hmm, what year are we? Uh, it's 2020. So we go back. I don't know about 18 years back to our old Navy days, and we we hit it off really well, and we've been best friends ever since. I don't think it's an exaggeration when I say that I love him like a brother. He is a brother to me, as far as I'm concerned. So, ladies and gentlemen rob bell hey man thank you (laughs) ladies and gentlemen
1: boys and girls children of all ages here i am how have you been good man anytime we can talk hang out it's always a good time for me man you are a brother
0: Aw, thank you man thank you obviously it is 2020 and we are in the midst of the lunacy that is covid how have you been doing you know how have you been able to keep sane where where are you
1: I am in Cleveland, Ohio. Got a condo. So uh, that's exciting. Um, Got it right before all this stuff hit. Being in the Navy, I was always, you know, either on the ship, in the barracks. And then uh, when I got out, I was living with the buddies. So uh, it was nice to get my own spot and it couldn't have came at a better time. Pandemic was crazy.
0: I stayed in a lot, ate a lot, watched a lot of movies. Have you taken up cooking or is this a lot of like ordering? Like ordering food, you know, just uh, eating unhealthily.
1: <laughs> <would> just uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's one or two listeners out there that would agree with me that uh, <laughs> yeah, kind totally. of partook in the
0: snacks. So you said you've been watching, you know, during the whole pandemic, you've watched a lot of movies. You know, this movie aside, what, what, you know, what are some things that you've seen? I'll put it like
1: this: before the pandemic, too. Um, you know, my love for movies, every time I'd go to the movie, you know, uh, I I'd, I'd always comment on it or give my thoughts on it, or, you know, uh, I just love going to the movies. And I, I think that's a big part of our friendship too, is us discussing movies. You know, we've always done that, but since it's hit, you know, Netflix has taken off, uh, you know, just all these other platforms. Um, you had the whole Michael Jordan, um,
0: documentary. did you you like that oh yeah oh yeah i mean i still haven't seen it you'll enjoy it for sure and um
1: i'm sure many people right now or that have seen it you know it took them back to a time where you know a lot of people it's it's weird because younger audiences don't really know that time period and they know the lebron james era and stuff but um you know, I I enjoyed it. I I binge watched it all the way through.
0: So you you primary a Netflix guy, or do you have like all like all of them? I got uh, Netflix and Hulu. Yeah, like we are insane. We've got we've got Netflix and we've got Amazon and Hulu. And I'm a like a super like horror film junkie. So I've got the like the horror like streaming service called Shutter. Oh okay, dude. Shutter like controls my life. I really don't even spend much time watching anything else they they've got a lot of really good original content and yeah they've got a lot of like classic horrors and low budget indie horror films and some really really good shit but i also have like hbo max check this out like i have free hbo for life which is kind of cool like i had some grandfathered in like cell phone like plan from back when i used to work at best buy like like 15 years ago or whatever. And so for whatever reason, I didn't even know it until about a year and a half ago. They're like, Hey, you know, we, we noticed that you haven't been using your, your free HBO. And I'm like, well, wait, my, my free what? I'm like, yeah, you've got this plan. You've got free HBO. I'm like,
1: sweet. He's good. Free is good. Yeah, free, free is <laughs>
0: great. <laughs> but yeah, that that's what, you know, what I've been doing. Obviously we've got a, a two-year-old, so um, we're kind of limited with what we can watch. I've got all these things, but of course, naturally, we watch like Disney and YouTube. My daughter is obsessed with this thing called "Come Play with Me." It's on YouTube, like regular YouTube, and it's like these two girls playing with like Barbie dolls and like Frozen Barbie dolls, Aww. and yeah, and you and she just watches these two girls play with their toys. COVID has made uh, made our parenting not fantastic as we've we're turning our, our daughter into a little bit of a, a couch potato but it's tough man you know we we've got her at the house my wife works from home and i'm for the most part at the house in between when i when i leave for work it's tricky and and i think everybody going through covid can kind of relate to it in some level that everything that we knew about Normal is out the window, so even like our parenting is a uh, is taking a different turn. But if anything, I have introduced my daughter to some pretty cool shit, <laughs> which yeah. is which is fun. So the other day, on like Disney Plus or whatever Disney is called, uh, introduced her to Flight of the Navigator. Did you ever see that as a kid? Oh my
1: god! Yes, I did. I love yeah. that.
0: Yeah, she was like, she was asking like, I want to see Flight of the Alligator. and uh so
1: (laughs) i i liked i liked that when i was younger i liked et and i liked uh the johnny five the johnny five movie what Uh, what was that called
0: yeah short circuit yes yeah short circuit but i never heard a shutter though man I'll, i might have to check that out Dude, I, it is so, yeah it's so good i'll give you my login information and after the show after the show yeah, after the show, yeah, yeah. no no everybody you take out your pen and uh no uh because there's a there's a movie on there that i really want you to see it's called host and i really really want and now there have been other movies called host but in this one it's just a shutter original i really would love for you to see it it's only like an hour long but check this out the whole movie essentially is like the a group of friends over a zoom call right so the movie was okay. shot and done during covid and it's like six friends and all the entire like screen that you're looking at are like there's six little windows within a zoom call and shit gets crazy i'm not going to tell you anything about it but it is just fucking nuts in the coolest of ways for like kind of like a scary film. And the movie has no budget. Yeah, anyway, rambling on. All right, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, so what the fuck? What are you doing here? What, uh, what are we going to talk about tonight?
1: Well, we are going to talk about a movie which you just saw, I think. I did. Yeah, I watched last, it. Was it last night? Yep. And then I rewatched it last night, but I think I first saw it when it came out. And real quick, real quick too, um, you know how you said during COVID and everything we're staying in, like I play poker a lot and uh, I don't know if anybody knows that about me, uh, but um, I enjoy playing the game of cards. But with COVID, you can't really play poker that much. So I've been playing a little bit of online too, just to stay sane. And um, there's a really, really good movie if you want me to check out Host. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie called Rounders, but Yeah. It's it's phenomenal if you've never seen it.
0: Yeah, I I saw Rounders like years ago, but I'll have to go back and rewatch it. Another really good card playing movie that came out within the past couple years is Molly's game. Did you did you see that? Yeah, that was a good that was a good flick. Yeah, it was. Now from a card like I mean this is this is your speed right I mean you you know all about like card playing what is it like Texas holdem or what style do you play Yeah um I play mostly Texas holdem and I was talking to
1: a really good friend um he's actually like a mentor to me today and we were talking about how Like, we were both in the Navy, right? When you look out at the ocean, you see the top of the ocean, right? But there's so much more going underneath. And that's how the game of poker is. Like, uh, a newbie could look at the game of poker and they could say, wow, you know, they're gambling, they're, they're, you know wagering money but like there's a deeper side like there's there's tactics there's strategy there's uh you know look at people at the table you see wow this guy's been losing all night he's he's trying to make his money back or this guy's been drinking all night he's you know uh he's splishy splashy everywhere you know so um i love the game of poker because it's it's like competing, uh, like when I played basketball or whatever uh, in high school. You know, I'm not, I'm not running up and down the court, but I'm using my mind and strategy to try to
0: beat somebody else at the table. So, do you have like a poker look when you when you play? Like, you know, like you you see people in like the World Series of Poker. They all have like their like their different little styles, like sunglasses, or some of them will like wear a hoodie, and you know what. I, I used to when I first started playing, like when the f- poker
1: boom first came out, like it was people with like hoodies and backwards hats and sunglasses. <laughs> but you know what? The, some of the best players are like chess players or uh, mathematicians. You know, they, they, they get to the table. They, they just look like regular, you know. But I try to dress comfortable. That's what I try to do. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to be sitting there trying to win money, focusing, concentrating, paying attention, you know, you want to be comfortable. So that's what I do. I used to, I I used to like think that it mattered because in a way people, when you sit down at the table in that movie, uh, rounders, they said, if you don't recognize the fish at the table, you are the fish. So what that means is if you don't recognize the weakest player at the table, you are the weakest player. So Mm -hmm. you, that has a little bit to do with it, but like, For instance, females, right? Females in poker, they really, um, a lot of them have a hard time because a lot of men don't respect women at the table and that's a mistake. You know, there's some really good women players, uh, that sometimes even use that to their advantage. They play dumb. Oh, oh, do I do this or, you know, to make people underestimate them. So I don't really go by looks. I go by, I go by, uh, watching, observing, trying to, be
0: uh, a thinking player at the table. Yeah. Do you, do you have any, any, uh, to use the phrase, do you have any tells? Uh, you know, some people, uh, you know, try
1: to mess with me like I do. Um, but there's certain things like uh, some people get nervous. They start shifting in their chair or you look at somebody and, uh, you see their, uh, jugular pumping, you know, that could be that they're nervous or that could be that they're excited because they mm-hmm. have a really good hand. You know, drinking water at the table, you know, there's all sorts of little things that people do. I I'm sure I probably do something, but I try to do the same thing every time whether I'm bluffing, whether I'm whether I have it. You know, I try to because when you do the same thing, you don't know. Yeah. And that's it's it's harder to
0: play against a player like that. Admittedly, I know nothing really about about card playing other than you know, fucking around, um, like on the ship or whatever, but never really got into it and certainly never really got into gambling. But I mean, there, there are people that make a lot of money and there are people that do it and are also very like, you know, that you can be responsible, you know, like a responsible gambler, as opposed to just being, you know, a jackass that just gets off on the thrill of, you know of gambling itself, but in this movie,
1: in this movie, Adam
0: Sandler was not very responsible. No, <laughs> he was not no. Very responsible. No, dude, with this uh, gambling. Yeah, so we're—I don't even know if we've officially introduced the movie or not. Uh, so, <laughs> so, what, what, what movie are we talking about tonight? We are talking about Uncut Gems. Yes, the the 2019 Safdie Brothers film that was huge last year. Now it didn't make a ton of money in the box office. It made 60 million, which respectable. I mean, I think it had like a 10 to $15 million budget, but in all intents and purposes, you know, it, it was a, a relatively low budget film that did pretty well, but from a accolades perspective, this might, this might be the most respected Adam Sandler film. I think, like I don't even think of it as an Adam Sandler film, you know, like, I don't either he just happens to be in the movie. You know what I mean? He is the lead, but it's not an Adam Sandler film. And I think that works for the movie, but also kind of worked against the movie that maybe had, they had a different, you know, maybe a different Jewish lead that maybe the movie might've had a different, you know, may have performed a little bit better in the box office or maybe not. I don't know. I mean, Adam Sandler has made some movies that have done really, really well in the box office, but I think at this point into his career, you know, he's been making movies for shit 30 years, right? Yeah, it's incredible. And it it just seems like about five to ten years into it, people kind of like got tapped out, like, dude, all right, your your shtick is kind of wearing thin.
1: I think age, I think age had to do with that too. You know, you can't you can't play the uh the young funny funny guy when you're you know 50 40
0: 50 yeah. years old yeah so uncut gems we're gonna chat about and this movie admittedly i knew nothing about it other than adam sandler was in it and it took the the writer slash director brother combo it took them about a decade to get this movie like like shot you know they the the script had been done for ages they approached adam sandler you know, originally they, they, they wanted him for the role like a decade ago and Adam Sandler passed and they tried a couple other people, but never really materialized. So the, the, the Safdie brothers went and continued to make, you know, a documentary or a low budget movie here or there, but finally they were able to get it in his hands. And he said, yeah, you know, we'll go ahead and make this movie. But what I'm interested in is the fact that, I knew it was a gambling movie, and I think part of my, you know, I, you have you just have a tendency when you hear that it's a gambling movie to think that it's about cards, but it has nothing to do with card playing at all. It's, it, it's a jewelry movie, so it's more closer in line to a movie like, say, Snatch than it is to a movie like Rounders, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, he was, Adam Sandler was gambling in this movie, but it was the, it's the opposite of what I do playing Texas Hold'em. Like, you know, yeah. um, I I play to navigate my way through a minefield to try to uh, slowly and calculatedly win in profit. You know, his is, you know, grab as much money as you can with both arms and give it to the guy and say, bet it all on this, or bet yeah. it all on black, or it's yeah. like... I
0: I don't take those kind of kind of risks playing um, poker. Have you ever pl- have you ever like gambled gambled like you know Have you ever ha- you've never gone to Vegas or like gone to a casino though? How do you?
1: No. What's funny is um, when I was in the Navy, I actually with poker I won two trips to Vegas through poker, uh, but I couldn't go because uh, remember in the Navy, man, they have to clear you to go. And yeah. To, so um, that was kind of a bummer. So still never really went there. So that's, that's, that was one of my goals, uh, before COVID was, you know, save up, you know, uh, play a bigger event or two in Vegas, but, uh, not yet. Or we'll see. Yeah. You know, after all this stuff dies down,
0: but, um, nope, never made my way out there. What's the most that you've ever earned in, in a poker, in a, in a, I don't know, a match or what is the terminology, um, in a sitting? Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of years ago, um, I played, um, it was for like nine or 10 hours and it was like a championship game. Like over a course of a year or something, you, uh, you know, everybody, they tally up how they did through the year. And then you're kind of positioned in like a final game. And then that final game has got like most of the money in it. So I think I won, you know, close to 4,000 there.
0: And it was like,
1: it was like maybe nine or 10 hours, you know? So, um you know just sitting there uh thinking calculating you know uh making the right plays uh getting a little lucky i was one hand away a couple of years ago from winning a 10000 dollar seat uh to the main event so i i really enjoy the game i i want to take it professionally uh i take it seriously I try to improve
0: so yeah that, that um, that's, that's that's awesome and it, it and it fascinates me that you're that you're so good at poker, yet you can't, for the life of you, beat me ever in a pick'em league. When we talk about uh, <laughs> NFL picks, man.
1: Yeah, we've been we've been just been doing basic uh, for everybody out there. We've been. At- we're huge sports fans, and that's another reason why I thought Stamper would love this movie is because of Kevin Garnett and all of the sports references in it. Um, but we just, you know, we do picks every year, uh, just football games like Browns at the Ravens. You know, I always stick with my Browns no matter what. And the Browns, for any sports people out there, they haven't been good since, uh yeah. But I stick with them. So yeah, I
0: mean well they were good in the fifties, right? Like what was it? Uh Jim Brown? <laughs> Jim Brown, right? Was that? Yeah, Jim yeah. Brown. They were like the team before like NFL. The NFL. Like, yeah. 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 But shit. I mean Cleveland for the most part until LeBron finally rectified everything a few years ago. Cleveland, Cleveland, Atlanta, those are like the two most punished sports towns fuck your chicago and fuck your boston i'm sorry like the <laughs> the bulls won a ton and the bears won an 85 I, I i get that the cubs didn't win for over 100 years but the city of chicago hadn't guess who they guess who they beat the indians <laughs> yeah. oh yeah well oh, when the braves won is that what you're talking about well
1: both i mean you guys beat us in 95 and then uh you know, a couple years ago.
0: Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, exactly. The, the Cubs. So, oh shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. So Atlanta, which is a cursed city for professionally for the most part, except for 95. And then uh, I'm a huge soccer guy as obviously Rob knows. So Atlanta United, we won the league in 2018, which was huge for us, but yeah, like uh, Cleveland and Atlanta are just two of the most miserable sports towns. And that's funny that, that the Cubs were able to end their curse against the Indians and the Braves ended their curse against the Indians. So yeah, poor Cleveland, man. That was, that was a hell of a year though, 2016.
1: That's when we won the championship um, over the Warriors. We almost pulled it off almost.
0: That was crazy. That was, that was an absolute crazy finals, man. I remember like trolling you having fun and everything.
1: You you know, what's funny and sorry to uh, interrupt you, but at the, I'm not going to give away the ending, but, like, toward the ending, like, watching him and say, oh, my God, oh, my God, like, that's how I felt, like, when uh, Kyrie hit that shot and LeBron made that block, like, it was like, oh, my God, we're actually going to do this, you know, so I know you know what part of the movie I'm talking about.
0: Yeah. And, and it's okay. At this point, like we can spoil a movie. It, it's all right. You know, like, yeah. Cause it's also very important to talk about the ending because I feel it's also how, well shit, you know what? Maybe, maybe no, 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 no. We'll probably ruin it. But, but I will say that I thought the ending was very fitting. It was probably the best way for this movie to end. When you think about the character of Howard played by Adam Sandler, like, like, there was only one only way that this movie could end for his character, right? Yeah, it was.
1: I, you know, I would say talking about this movie, I hope somebody could hear us talk about it and be excited to be like, "Yeah, man, I want to go watch this movie." You well, know, shit. Now. I guess.
0: I guess. I mean, we've been talking for over 20, 20 minutes or so. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> feel. Like... <laughs> Why don't we talk about what the what the movie is about? Do you want to do, do it. like a, yeah? Want to talk like? Do you want to do like a brief summary? Hell yeah. All right, so uh, yeah, tell us about tell us about this movie. So
1: my opinion, right, going into the movie, Adam Sandler, big fan. You know, um, watching movies growing up, Um, I loved The Longest Yard. That was probably my favorite movie by him, just because of I don't know. But uh, I liked uh, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. You know, the funny ones, uh, Waterboy. You know, stuff like that. But going into this one,
0: dude, you didn't didn't even say Airheads, man. Come on. (laughs)
1: Well, you know what? And I should have had this ready, but I have no clue what movie I watched with him. It was a serious movie. It was done a couple years ago. And the dad, the dad that bid uh, in the movie uh, on the jewel, was it his dad? Oh, no, no. That was was his uncle. So his uncle, okay, played in this other movie that I saw him in. And it was like his his daughter was going to uh, somewhere. It was... I I don't know the name of the movie that I last saw Adam Sandler in, but that's the last movie I saw of him. And it was kind of like a serious role. Um, I I don't know what it was called. So maybe I could get some help on that from somebody, but it was very, it was very iffy to me, that movie. It was just, um, it was, I have no idea what the name is. I should have had that prepared, but I went into this movie like, all right, I'm going to give it a fair shot. Adam Sandler, you know, um, it looks like a different kind of a movie. So it starts off, I believe in Ethiopia. You know, they're they're in the mines, they're mining. Yeah. And uh you know, it, it kinda brings a, a sad thing to light of, you know, different parts of the world, you know, what they have to do to survive over there, you know. Yes, yeah. people are digging in the earth for you know, barely nothing. So, you know, people can profit off that. So that was the first thing that went through my mind, but um it was kind of like a setup in the beginning like they drew attention away uh, by a guy injuring himself i believe on purpose so the other guys could go get a gem i don't know what you thought about that so um the guy uh they got the gem for was adam sandler aka howard i don't know what his last name is ratner ratner and he's a uh you know gem tycoon in uh, new york and um big knicks fan he had a knicks ring (laughs) and uh you know uh he's got a bunch of cronies at his at his uh you know shop and all of a sudden kevin garnett walks in and i mean when i first watched the movie i was like wow you know kevin garnett's in this movie yeah kept telling him not to lean on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kevin Garnett's like eight foot ten. And well, you know, what, what is he? He's like six foot nine with like yeah, he's six like ten but seven he, foot
0: wingspan. Yeah, he is the tallest six ten. Right. I mean six ten is tall, right? No make no but I think it's because he's also really lean that he looks even taller. You know, like Kevin Garnett, he and it's funny. Dude, I'm five nine and I'm talking about a dude that's six ten. But um yeah you know, like, oh, he's not that big, but no, he, he's 6'10", which is huge in, in most yeah. circumstances and big in the NBA, but he looks even bigger than 6'10". He looks like he's seven plus, you know? I mean, he's
1: one of the top five power forwards ever to play, you know, Hall of Famer. So he comes in, you know, Adam Sandler, and I read this the other day, cause I, I brushed up on something you know jewel uh jewel guys uh, if they see like somebody that's wearing jewelry and they want them to spend money like they take stuff off of them like so in the movie i don't know if you remember he was like hey kevin garnett when's the last time you got those clean those, yeah, those earrings yeah. he he did that like to keep him in the store to try to you know get him to buy something so i thought that was kind of a kind of a a cool little research of the role like thing after I read that. And then, um, you know, long story short, this gem comes in from Ethiopia, Kevin Garnett sees it. And man, he is just like mesmerized by it. You know, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, man, because I, my, my mind was going to Adam Sandler having like this inside in of Kevin Garnett. thinking think he had mythical powers from this stone that's right. Earth, you know, since the beginning of time. And he goes out there and dominates, but then there's this yeah. backstory of Adam Sandler owing money to somebody, mm-hmm. which you, I don't really ever think that they say what it's for.
0: So, I mean, he, he's got debt, right? I mean, so at the end of the day, like Adam Sandler is this gem guy, right? He has a, a shop in like the Diamond District in New York, and he owes, you know, over a hundred grand to – you know, to various people, but one of them is like his brother-in-law or whatever, who's like, like not, not, not bookie, but maybe bookie. I don't know if that's really the term. Loan shark, I think is the, the correct term. So he owes over a hundred grand to his loan shark and who just also happens to be his brother-in-law or whatever. But you don't find that out till midway through the movie. No, no, no. You just know that he owes a lot of people money. And so he gets this, this black oval, you know, this you know blood diamond type, you know, jewel from from Ethiopia, and he has it appraised, thinking that it's worth you know a million you know a million plus bucks that it, that's going to help him pay off his debts, right? I mean that that's his end game, pay off his debts. But everything that we know about the character Howard. It, it, it's. I mean, it, it's going to pay off the debt until his next debt, right? I mean, there, there's no end in sight for him. He's a guy that is obsessed with the thrill of the bet, right? I mean, that's that's really yeah. what he is, you know. And so he's a very very flawed character, and he has a very tumultuous marriage and you know, his, his wife is estranged and they're potentially going to be going through a divorce and he's got like his side piece all the while that's staying in like an apartment. And by the way, I think I want to talk a little bit about, uh, about Julia. Um, Uh, yeah. (laughs) When he goes, yeah, rub that tattoo for me.
1: (laughs) You know, there, there was parts in the movie where he had his humor, but it was like, it wasn't, you know, slapstick. It was, it was funny, but it was, but like before we go there, like when you said a flawed character, right. Anybody who watches this movie or if you watch it again or whatever, go back and look at who is close to him in the whole movie. Like, is there really anybody close to him throughout the whole movie? And I mean, honestly,
0: I could maybe only say one person, you know, and it might be her. Yeah. No, without a doubt that the actress was Julia Fox. This was her first movie. She really, yeah. Yeah. First thing that she was ever in. And I'm pretty sure, She'll be she'll be in a lot of things. Um, she very captivating uh, female actress. The weekend thought so. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The the weekend is in the movie, and it's funny because the movie takes place in 2012. So this yeah. would have been at like the early stage of the weekend's career. But well, uh, yeah, yeah. And and
1: speaking on that, there were a lot of.
0: Uh, what do you call
1: it? Uh, it? Not cameos, but like there was a lot of like big actors in this, weren't there? Like, like um, remember when the sun went up uh, to use the bathroom? Right. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, he he was in it. Uh, you know, Kevin Garnett. You had uh, what you was were it talk- Wayne? Yeah,
0: you're Look talking. A, you're talking about uh, John Amos, who is the uh, the neighbor of Adam Sandler, the guy that was also in Coming to America. And he yeah. has to, like, use the bathroom. <laughs> and John Amos John Amos plays himself. John Amos was an actor that was in a shitload of stuff. He was in the original movie to be um, Beastmaster. Yeah, Beastmaster. But he was also, like, very famously in Coming to America. And they even call it out. I was like, yeah, you know, my neighbor, he was in Coming to America. And we're like, oh, that, yeah, I'm curious to see where this is going to go. And then opens the door and there's fucking John Amos saying, you know, like, what what uh like no, you can't use my bathroom. And that was it. <laughs> yeah. <but. laughs> he, he was in for like a nanosecond and it's fucking gold. But yeah, a couple people played themselves. And what's really interesting is the majority of the people in this movie, and although you've got Adam Sandler, you've got the actor Judd Hirsch who played his uh, his uncle or whatever. Yeah. And then you, you've, you've got the his, his uh, loan shark brother-in-law, the actor, Eric uh, Bogosian? Uh, Bogosian. And then you've got Lakeith, uh, Lakeith Stanfield, who was in um, Get Out. Dude, did you ever see Get Out? Um, I don't think so. Oh, shit. You have to see Get Out. But uh, Lakeith uh, Stanfield, he's been in a lot of things. But Wayne, Wayne Diamond at the end. Remember the guy who took
1: all the money out of the casino? Yeah, I don't know who Wayne Diamond is. So I, I looked a little into him. Right? They said every Vanna White dress um, on the Wheel of Fortune he designed. That guy, which is inc- which is crazy. Which yeah. is crazy. I've never heard of that guy either. But I thought, I mean, I thought either he's a really like brushed up like uh, actor looking to be rich, or he's really is like a Warren Buffett kind of a, like,
0: yeah. like ultra rich guy. And turns Dude, out he. he ridiculously tanned like like he was he was like bronze um, <laughs> so
1: yeah uh Wayne Diamond I guess is a really big uh, uh designer I guess
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I, I didn't have any idea about that yeah no I, I did this is the first I'm hearing about it now but yeah so in essence you, you've got you know the longest plot summary that we're doing right now but the the whole idea <laughs> is that he's got this diamond and he's going to, or not this diamond, this opal that is going to help him get out of his debt, which, you know, whatever, but Kevin Garnett borrows it. And then it becomes for a, his championship a, ring. Yeah. For it. Yeah. For his championship ring. And it's a, just a, a massive clusterfuck. Uh, the movie becomes a little bit of a search for him to get the opal back. So he can have it appraised for this auction. And Kevin Garnett saying, "Hey, I'll offer you 175, you know, k for it right now." He's like, "No, nah, man, it's worth over a million dollars." Boom! It goes to get appraised, and what do you know? It's only worth what, like 135, 150 k. According,
1: according to them, because yeah, they did time.
0: Yep, exactly. So they go to the auction, and then he has his his <laughs> uncle basically try to. Had the books, and um, anytime you know somebody would put in a bid, he'd have his uncle put another bid to try to increase it, so he can try to get his money back. And you know how it's going to end. You know that his uncle is going to be stuck uh, (laughs) having to pay off uh, um, the the auctioneers on on it. And yeah, that's what happens there. But. Anyway, he's able to get the opal and he's able to talk to Kevin Garnett, who's already mesmerized. And he, and he convinces Kevin Garnett, you know, buy this. I'll sell it to you for that 175 He sells it to him. And now we're in the final act of the movie. And you know this is going to go bad at some point, you know? And what's funny is, it really doesn't. It, everything goes according to plan, right? I mean, Kevin Garnett uh, wins the game. You know, he gets a tip off. He he does everything. Like all the bets that Adam Sandler are placing in it go according to plan. So he takes that one hundred and seventy five k and turns yeah, it into which... one point two million dollars.
1: Well, even before that though, they, the, the thugs or whatever that were, you know, they showed up to the shop because they knew Garnett was going to buy it. So they were going to take the money and he right. hands it out the window. Yeah. And then, yeah. She, you know, so that, that threw me for a loop because it was kind of like, man in poker, right? You have your chips, right? And and when you say all in, that means you're pushing all of your chips in the middle and then to try to win it all. Right. And that was mm-hmm. his all in, that was his all in move. And it was just like, I mean, he could, he could have easily paid off his debt, paid his uh, uncle back, you know, maybe been in a little bit of debt, but he just decided, Hey, I'm, I'm going to go all in here. And uh, right. he trapped, trapped them, trapped them in the, uh, what was it like a bulletproof?
0: room yeah kind of like it's a bulletproof room but essentially when you get in it's kind of like a little like lock like a little lock cage you know so that way you know somebody steals they get stuck in there so you can't you you can't rip anybody off so you get buzzed in and out and he had him kind of trapped in that area in this really freaking like small (laughs) little cubicle if you will that probably doesn't have really good air circulation so these guys are like sweating the entire yeah. time that they're watching Adam Sandler watch a, a basketball game but the other thing that's fun is the fact that you're you're watching Kevin Garnett play ball and Kevin Garnett's been retired from the NBA for like 6 7 years yeah uh, which is kind of cool you know you're 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 watching him and by the way he looks fantastic i mean he still yeah. he still looks great then the ending happens and i don't know do we do we want to say what happens or 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 not
1: well, uh, for anybody who has not seen this that is listening, all right, I am not going to say what happens because it is an ending that um, I want you to see. You know, I don't want to spoil for yet, but, you, but. All right, to no, fuck
0: it. So- I'm going to spoil it. <laughs> <and> I'm gonna- <laughs> but I'm going to give those that don't want to know the ending, do yourself a favor and fast forward the podcast 30 seconds. We're going to talk about it real briefly, and then we're not going to talk about it at all. Okay, so this is your warning. All right. I'm going to in about 5 seconds tell you what happens, so do yourself a favor and fast forward 30 seconds right now. Yeah, so he takes a bullet straight to the face. <laughs> <laughs> to <Into> the dome. <laughs> Boom. Like and what what's crazy is like he he's finally riding that high and he's got a great big smile on his face. He lets the guys out of that cage and then uh, the dude, Even his
1: brother-in-law yeah. he was like, "Wow, he did it!"
0: Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. His brother-in-law was like, "Wow, he did it!" But one of his goons just took a just took a gun and shot him straight in the face, and and then him, and then did, him too, and then him, yeah, and then uh, his brother-in-law. So crazy, bummer. Okay, and spoiler. <laughs> All right, for those that skipped, thank you for joining. We promise we uh, we won't we won't say anything. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> It's been fun, man. This has been fun. Well, good, man. You know, we've been chatting for a good time, but you know what might be kind of fun is to tell our origin story, like how we met. I, I I know there's a good story in there.
1: So, uh, we were stationed uh, usually in the Navy, right? You usually get put right on a ship. Um, There's two kinds of duty. There's a ship duty where you get put on on the ship and you man the oceans and you do all that. And then there's a shore duty where people that have been on the ship, they usually come off after a couple of years and kind of not relax, but, you know, spend time with their families, education, you know, all that. But I got sent first to shore. Um, Stamper was coming from the ship to the shore, and uh, we just, we met up there. We met at kind of like this big uh, command on the East Coast that like, you know, was the hub of the East Coast.
0: Dude, it was the command, like the yeah. command. Yeah. The fact that we were both there, the fact that that was like out of school where you went to and the place and that we I were just young. ran. Yeah. And the place I randomly got like my, like, because I was on a ship and they're like, yeah, we've got an opportunity here. And then it turned out to be that fucking place, which is crazy. Because like you, we have admirals go through our building like nonstop. Like some of like the big fucking what to dos in the navy would be in our building, like on any given day.
1: Yeah, I mean, one time I drove the most powerful admiral on the east coast and the most powerful admiral on the west coast in my car, just driving them around base, and uh, my lieutenant. I <laughs> I don't know if you remember him. Um, but he's like, yeah, Bill, do you know, do you know what you just did? You just drove the most powerful admirals in the, you know, in the Navy. Uh, and I was like, good thing you didn't tell me that before I started. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, we would, uh, you know, we were the youngest guys there by far. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, I was scared coming out of boot camp. you know, don't mess up, you know, uh, be on your P's and Q's and, Stamper was more of a, you know, man, you know, just, you got to do your thing, you know, uh, you know, nothing to be scared about, you know, and uh, he kind of rubbed off on me in a good way. But, you know, uh, our friendship just took off and uh, it was great, man. I, you know, it was, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, we, we had fun. And so I think one of like one of our earliest times hanging out was like on lunch one day. Right. Cause what I would use, what I used to do is I had, I had a dog when I, like, when I left the ship, I got a dog. Cause I'm like, Hey, cool. I don't have to be on a boat for the next forever. Cause I knew that I was only going to do you know, one enlistment. So I had done my two plus years on the ship. So I knew that my final two years and change or thereabouts I would be on shore. So I'm like, I'll get a dog. Cause I know that, you know, it's essentially a 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. day. Cool. So I'll get a dog. Why not? That's no big deal. I'll go home at lunch, let the dog out, piece of cake, blah, 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 blah. And I don't know how it all happened, but I invited you one day to come play PlayStation, right? And yeah, let the, let the dog out at lunch and yeah, play, play a game. Yeah, play a game, let the dog out. And thus began our obsession with playing uh, what was it called then? It was Winning Eleven. Uh, winning Eleven is what, yeah. the, what, what What was the name of the PlayStation game. And then it became Pro Evolution Soccer and FIFA. And we've, yeah, that, that's been our thing. So anytime that we hang out, we're going to go ahead and, Plop on FIFA and we have some of the most intense fuck you matches ever. Like, we get heated over that shit. Like, there are times where we won't talk to each other, like, because we're yeah, so. Pissed like <laughs>
1: and you know what? That's just good old competition. You know, like, whether we're playing home run derby in, in the backyard, you know, or we're, because uh, we did that at lunch too. You know, we, uh i think right did, yeah, yeah did we ever yeah. do that at lunch or that yeah. was more on
0: the weekends well it was more on the weekends but i think we i think we did that we may have done that once because we were usually in any uniform so i don't know how much yeah uh, home runs that's right are. definitely on the weekends uh murphy murphy would go get the ball murphy would go get the ball yeah, the ball. yeah. <laughs> that was his exercise dude how great was that fucking dog man until he bit you but um hey i deserved I, it and well nobody deserves it but it was a badge of honor he only did it to people yeah. he liked but we did some funny crazy shit and then we started a softball team like at yeah, our we did it. we yeah, did yeah uh for our i mean fight. and we were okay right we were i think we had to forfeit a lot of games because we never got enough people <laughs> but yeah. uh we had our competition even over that like all right like, one game, I hit a fucking, I hit for the fucking cycle in a game. I remember that. Because <laughs> I was just trying to show you up. Like, all right, you know, like, you you do something. And it's like, all right, I have to do something to one-up you. So, it was always competition between you and I.
1: Always. I mean, when you got the leadoff hitter hitting for the cycle, I mean, the game's pretty easy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I that goddamn, man, we had some good times over there. Um, one of my favorite, like, again, for the listeners... <laughs> Whether this is interesting for you, I don't know. Who cares? This is my podcast, and it's interesting to me. But one of my favorite things about Rob is that we can we can have a really good time and laugh like nonstop. But some of my favorite things are when we do get into like stupid, stupid spats over things that, of course, like over semantics, over over nothing. Uh, so one year, I took Rob to Bonnaroo. And we were at our campsite and we were, we were playing catch, you know, we, we were, we were throwing the ball and uh, Rob let one go or I let one go. I can't, no, it was me. I, I threw one. And.
1: I I was thinking, I was thinking you were saying something else. Let one go. (laughs) You're going to think I let one go. Yeah. What a great friend that is.
0: (laughs) But so I threw one and it hit the ground and it rolled into like some weeds and we couldn't find Oh my find God. The, yeah. We, we couldn't, remember. We, we couldn't find it. But then we got into a whole like argument over like the semantical definition of landed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I said, well, where, so I'm like, where did the ball land? And you said, well, it landed here. I'm like, well, it didn't land here because it's not here. He's like, well, it landed here, then it rolled. I'm like, well, then it didn't land there. It, it, it touched down. I'm like talking about it like, it, like it's an airplane. Oh, like my it, God, Like it yeah. touched down. I remember but, that. I
1: remember that. I can't believe
0: you remember that. It went on and on. And like throughout the whole weekend, we were – We are drinking Guinness. Yeah, we were drinking Guinness. <laughs> For drinking Guinness and getting into uh, just a nonstop argument over what the definition of landed is—when it
1: lands, when it comes down from the air, right—and <laughs> it touches that ground—is that where it lands, or after it bounces and it stops, is that the land? All right, we need we need your votes. There we go. Right. Put yep. up a poll. Yeah, put up, there we go.
0: I'll put up a poll. So there we go. How do you define what? How do you define land? All right. So, is it when something completes its journey, or when it first touches down back onto the earth? Uh, so there was that. That was fun. Uh, another time, do you remember that girl that wanted to fuck you in the Kogan's bathroom? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so guys, the best pizza place okay look. oh i can't hear it we can't hear you all right we good now
0: yeah 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 much better much better
1: sorry guys um so we lived uh in virginia um there was a really good pizza place called Cogans. um bomb pizza Dude, and just- so
0: so we- good so good we we love our
1: pizzas, uh, Stamper and I. I mean, yeah, who doesn't? If you don't like pizza, then fuck you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know, man. Like, I it's embarrassing to talk about. Like, yeah, well, I was I'll, kind of. A I'll, chef. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll paint the picture, and then you can you can you can fill in the gaps. All right. So, Rob, who at that time may have only just turned twenty-one, maybe. He might have been 20, might have just turned 21. I can't remember. But we were at this pizza joint in, in the Norfolk, Virginia area. It was called Kogan's. And it, it, it just a really, really cool pizza place. It was also kind of like a dive bar, but they, they served really, really good pizza. And they were like notoriously famous for like their spicy pizza sauce. So I can't remember. So good. It, yeah, so good. And I haven't had it in, I don't know, since the last time I visited there. Shit, I guess to see you, right? Um, yeah. And we were there. It was myself, it was Rob, and a girl that I was dating at the time, Jen. Jen, mm-hmm. how great was she? She was a great girl. Um, yeah. R.I.P. No, uh, she's, she's, she's alive and well. She's, <laughs> no, um, great, great girl. Um, but we were, the three of us were at this, at this pizza joint, and there was this girl like at like the table nearby that was just just i fucking rob just she straight was, up she, she was good looking oh not she, yeah lie. She, yeah she was smoking really really definitely older than you Shit probably even older than me she might have been in her late 20s yeah. so i can't remember
1: yeah but and i think she was wearing like this tight white like form-fitting like skirt or something like that or i don't i can't even remember
0: yeah you know a really really good looking girl and she was straight up eye fucking rob and rob is so funny for those that don't know him rob is all talk okay i mean he he'll you know he'll he he might make a look or whatever but he is the the not not necessarily shy but the coyest motherfucker like realistically like he'll uh he'll 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 do what he's doing now, which just start laughing. And, you know, like his face will turn red, but he'll, he'll make a face like, yeah, you know, I'm with you. I'm feeling it. But, um, <laughs> then- I mean, going into the bathroom,
1: you know, she's like, do you need to go to the bathroom? I'm like, <laughs> like she just came up to me and I'm like, uh, not really. Do you, do you need to use it? You no, know, I was trying to be polite to her. She's like, no, I think you need to use the bathroom. And I'm like, holy shit, yeah. you know, like, like this, this is how it's happening. Gonna happen. This And is... The, the place isn't, you know, deserted. Like there's people everywhere. Oh, there are uh, people, people everywhere. Drinking at the bar, yeah. you know, uh, the tables are packed. And
0: she, the, the, the bathroom was right in the middle. Like right, yeah, right in the middle of the place. It, yeah. wasn't,
1: it wasn't like, you know, you walk to the back and there's two doors. Like it was weird. Like there's a bar and then there's like two doors for the bathroom, like literally right there. So, she's like, yeah. yeah coming in the bathroom she took my hand i'm like uh so for all of you listening right there you know uh you know well, what's wrong with rob <laughs> <I> just, i'm <laughs> sorry That's like this i mean maybe i'm not uh adventurous
0: but uh
1: i don't Long even know story that.
0: short you you didn't you didn't go through with it no no. But 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 this is this is good because it wasn't over. You guys exchanged information and yeah. she then sent pictures to your to your military like email like address.
1: Yeah, which I showed everybody.
0: Yeah, was which like, you showed no, everybody.
1: <laughs> sitting in the car, you know, uh taking pictures of you know certain area of her uncut gems. <laughs> So, yeah i mean um
0: uh, yeah that's that's a blast from the past i wonder where she is today hopefully not so <laughs> <Noah's. late>. yeah <laughs> but all right so we we talked a little bit about this movie but um more than anything this is just more of a conversation just introduce introduce people to you and say hey there's a really cool movie you should probably check out it's called uncut gems stars adam sandler uh, really, really cool flick. Don't do what I did. Don't do what I did and say, oh, okay, look at look
1: at the old movies and say, well, he's lost it or whatever. Give, give him a shot. Um, I think you'll like it. I, I thought the music was pretty cool in it, too, Stamper. What would you think?
0: Yeah, there are a lot of cool things about the movie. I thought the music was really cool. I thought the editing was really neat.
1: Also, also A24 did this movie, right? How fucking uh,
0: great were they, dude? Like, they- Ex, Ex Machina was so- very good so many good films they they Mids- do some midsummer which i saw over your house what what do you think of midsummer i, I know i I'm crazy crazy right fucking nuts yeah. right yeah uh, nuts not for everybody not for everybody but i i loved it dude uh, hereditary that's another a24 film have you seen that one yet i don't think i've seen that Okay. I I want you to watch hereditary and let me know. It's a movie that is critically loved. I saw it and was blown away. I loved that film, but I have, I introduced that movie to my sisters and to date, it is a movie that I get shamed over uh, with how much they hate that movie. Like they, they think of it as the worst film that they have ever seen in their entire life. And uh, Yeah. 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 So, and I've I've done some digging and apparently the movie is very polarizing to a lot of people. Those that love it think it's amazing like myself and those that hate it really hate it. Like with the, with the fire of a thousand suns hate it. Yeah. Like people fucking torch that movie if you don't like it. And it, it blows my mind because I think it is one of the coolest you know, thriller, suspense, horror type films that I've seen in years. And I think well, there I'm was gonna some, Watch it. Yeah, I'm yeah, you watch should, it. Now. Watch it. And, you know, I, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything else. But, all right. So, Rob, one of the things that I like to do before we wrap these up, I like to do a little pop quiz, and more times than not, it's about the movie we just saw. But this cool. one is going to be kind of in the, the grand scope of things that we talked about today. So, all right. It, it's a five-question five trivia thing. So, here we go. Are you ready? Just do it. Obviously, the F-bomb is used in this movie a lot. It seemed like every other word was fuck, 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 fuck. fuck. You know, like. Punk. Yeah, out of Adam, Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> or Howard. At, yeah, out of everybody, right? So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll round it off. Within 50, within 50 fucks, how many fucks were used in this movie? Wow. You know the answer to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it actually has. What? Yeah. Uh, it has the seventh most amount of fucks. Ever done in a movie, so I'll I'll make it easy for you.
1: Well, uh, well, let me let me guess this. Let me guess this before you even give me anything. All right, if the movie is two hours and fifteen minutes, let's just say they said it. Uh, let's just say they said it ten times a minute, which is low. All right, ten times a minute. All right, so I'm looking at. This is fun. Rob is doing math. Yeah, I'm not very good at it. So. <laughs> and I'm a poker player. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's just say, yeah, give, give me some rundowns. How about okay. that? All right. All right. I can right. do that.
0: All right. So 300, 350, 400, or 450? Let's go 400. Boom. Correct answer. 408. Let's go. 408. That's math. So, yeah, 408 F-bombs in the movie. So, as I mentioned a moment ago, that puts it 7th all-time. Wow. Do you, know what the, do you know what the number one movie is all-time with the most fucks in it? I'll give you a clue. It's a long movie. We're talking it's over three hours long. I'll give you another clue. It was made within the past 10 years.
1: Wow. I've never, I've never even considered
0: thinking about this. All right, if you want another clue, I can give you another clue. All right, sure. So what are the two clues I've given you so far? It's over uh, three. It's over three it's over hours three long. In the past ten years, made in the past ten years. Another clue that I'm going to give you. Um, I don't want to make it a dead giveaway. So. Is it like a
1: mob? Is it like a mob movie, or is it like a this, You know, something like that. Where this fucking guy, this guy,
0: um, it's got to be. Okay, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a good, I'm gonna give you a good clue. Uh, The only way really to do it is with background audio. (laughs) This is not gonna work really well at all. So, but we're gonna try, we're gonna try this out. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Oh, not the wolf of wall street yeah 500 yeah 560 some odd times wow that that does make sense yeah 569 times wow all right so one for two not bad all right here's one that you will know for the listeners rob he loves sports i love sports but rob's passion is probably basketball right i mean he loves all sports but i think he probably lean a little bit more to nba correct I was one game away from playing against LeBron in high school. That's right. Yeah. that. He's, he's yeah. one
1: grade below me. We, in yeah. um, my senior year, he played at Green which was his, um, was supposed to. he was supposed to go to that school as a public school, but he went to a private school, St. Vincent, St. Mary's, and we played the school he was supposed to go to and got slaughtered. So, uh, but if we would have won, we would have played him in the next round. So, yeah.
0: You know, KG is in this movie, right? We, we, we talked a little bit about KG. He was in this movie, right? So, and in the film, he's a Celtics player, right? So, mm-hmm. how many teams did he play for in his extremely lengthy, you know, a, um, you know, Hall of Fame career? I have to say two. Okay. Who? Right? He, he went to the Timberwolves. Right. And, and
1: then he went to the, oh, no, I was wrong. Three the Nets. He went, he played for the Nets. He played for the Timberwolves. He played for the Boston Celtics and then they traded him back to the Timberwolves.
0: Yep. Boom. Correct. Three teams. Well, four teams, but uh, three. Well, what's, you know, three what's the fourth team. Well, no, no, no. Oh, like yeah. yeah. Back to, back to Minnesota. So Minnesota, yeah. Boston, the Nets, and then back to Minnesota. I forgot about the whole New Jersey thing. Question number four, you're two for three. What is Adam Sandler's highest grossing film? We already talked earlier that this movie made sixty million dollars in the box office. His highest-grossing film has made over like three hundred and fifty million dollars. What movie is it? I will give you a multiple choice. All right, is it The Longest Yard? Is it Big Daddy? Is it Grown Ups? Or is it Hotel Transylvania?
1: Wow, I would have guessed um, the one with Drew Barrymore, Fifty First Dates, but it's obviously not that one. I don't know why, just
0: because, but I want to say The Longest Yard. Mm, incorrect. Hotel Transylvania. Really? Yeah, the cartoon. Cartoons kill, man. I'm telling you. Like, that was a good one. Yeah, his second biggest one was Grown Ups, and his like third biggest one was Grown Ups too. I had no idea that those movies did so well. I haven't seen them. That doesn't mean anything, but I don't know anybody that's seen them, but... They've made a ton of money. Wow. So two for four. You already mentioned the weekend earlier, so I have to make a question about the weekend. Oh, what, God. Co- what country is the weekend from?
1: Well, I don't know it, but I know his name is like uh, Azrael or something like that. Azrael or something. Or, I don't even know. Um, let's just say he's from, <laughs> I, I have no idea,
0: Jamaica. Uh, Canada. <laughs> no, he's from Canada. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> All right, bonus question. You can still get three out of five. This is a bonus. And name one song by The Weekend. Gifted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well.
1: Gifted. They- Gifted. Okay. Gifted. I okay. Okay. did it with French Montana.
0: Not bad. Three out of five then. I thought you were going to ask me who was the supermodel he was dating. Um, Back in the day. Who was the supermodel he was dating? Uh... Her name is escaping me right now. She's a Victoria's Secret. Yeah, I don't know. I saw I saw the weekend around the time that this movie like took place. I saw him in like 2012, 2013 thereabouts. I saw really. Like, yeah, I want to say it was Coachella. Um, maybe it was Sasquatch. I you know like I used to go to music festivals all the time. Shit, you know you went to Bonnaroo. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I saw him before. Well, maybe he had already started to take off, but. You know, I, when I think of The weekend, I really didn't think that he was a, a name name until, I don't know, 2016, 2017. But shit, I could be completely wrong on my facts here. But yeah, I saw him around, you know, 2012, 2013. Uh, pretty good show. Not, not great, not, but not, not terrible either. He's got a unique voice, man. He, he does. He, he, he does. He's
1: got some pipes. This was awesome, dude. Yeah. You had a good time? Yeah. I mean, I really don't feel like we've been talking that long, but these guys are like, man,
0: when is this guy going to shut up? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, these are designed to be about an hour long. And I think we've been chatting for thereabouts, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. I don't know. I I, I don't know either. Thank you very much for coming on. You are welcome back at any time. And before we close, is there any, any, any parting words, anything that you want to say, about this movie or otherwise that you think we may have left out? I would, I I would like to
1: give like a rating personally, because I I like doing that kind of stuff.
0: No, that's fucking awesome. You know, I, this might be the first time. And I think that's something that I do want to do is kind of like a Siskel and Ebert kind of (laughs) thing. Are we going to do this out of 10? I'm going to let you set this rule. And I think every episode henceforth, I'll do a Stamper cinema score. Sweet. What do we think? Uh, out of five I know stars, uh, out, of 10, out, 10, out, of, 10, out of ten. Okay, 10, out of ten. Yeah, and like we whole, can do like,
1: points. Like you do five point five, or you can do five point eight, or whatever out of whatever. Okay, so that's okay. what that's what I would. I mean, okay. it's up to you.
0: Yeah, no, no, I, I think that's good. I think that I think that's good. So we can do points. Yeah. All right. So what is your your score? Mine. I I enjoyed this movie because number one,
1: uh, I mean, you just. I don't know how to explain it. Adam Sandler, it was something you didn't normally see him do. He was dark. He was gritty. He was he was grimy. Like, the, the dude was grimy. You know, he was, uh, you know, why were they throwing him in the back of, you know, uh, a Benz naked? You know, like, he had to have done, you know, uh, he was trying to get fake Rolexes out, you know. Uh, does this stuff really go on today? Who knows? Who knows? I would give it, I would give the movie, like, an 8.4. I I liked it. It's not a nine. It's not a 10. It's not, but I enjoyed watching it. I would give Adam's performance in it like a nine. I liked it. He made the movie. I'd say like an 8.4. Okay. It was was good.
0: Yeah. I I think I would tend to agree. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it just an even 8.0, like an eight. I, uh, as you were talking, I pulled up rotten tomatoes to find out what they gave it. And it has a 92%. Yeah. So did really, really well. And that's based over 329 reviews. So 92%, really huge. Now the audience score for this movie is only 52. So critically, they loved it. Audiences didn't quite love it. And I wonder if that had to do with- The audience- the, like like, um, were they not sports fans? Did they
1: not realize uh, betting? Do they not realize sentimental championship rings? Like, did they
0: re- did they not realize that this wasn't Adam Sandler and Grown Ups? Yes, or, you know, like, yes. You know, or thinking that they were going to get another, you know, Happy Gilmore, or Billy Madison. You know, like, yeah. you know, so it, it messes with your expectations because this is not an Adam Sandler film, but no. yet this what this for me was like definitive proof that Adam Sandler can he can act you know, and he was fantastic as Howard, this, this really, really struggling guy trying to, you know, just trying to get himself out of debt, but looking for that next big score, right? I mean, this is a, as flawed a character as you're going to find, right? Shitty father, shitty husband, shitty adulterer, you know, like he's not even good with like his side piece, right? And, um, man, I feel that we've really dropped the ball and not talking about Julia Fox enough, but- Holy gal, that, that, that's, that's, uh, that's, I, I, th- I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what her career is going to look like because I think she's got, she's got the chops, right? I think that she, she does. I think she could be a A-list type actress. I, I, I think she's got the talent. I could see her being like a detective
1: too. You know, I could see her being like somebody in one of these movies that's uh, playing like a serious role too. Not just a, you know, a girl wearing tight clothes, you know what I mean? Showing off you yeah. Know, her assets. Yeah. Uh, but, but which like, by the way, could...
0: apparently uh, that is real. That is not, apparently that is not a surgically enhanced asset. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So 8.4. I, I I think my score is pretty good. Our, your score is too. If we average it out, it's 8.2, which I think is respectable. The movie yes. is good. I recommend it. Highly recommend this movie. I, I will, like, if I have a critique for the movie, I think the audio is a little all over the place in the movie. Like, I think the like the, the sound quality, like, you will have to turn it up, turn it down, turn it up, turn it down. You'll, you'll have to play with yeah. your remote on this movie. So if there's one knock that I have, it's that. I had to play with the remote a lot because sometimes it got really loud and sometimes it got really quiet. And then in between the, all the fucks, you know, you're, you're messing around with the remote. But that is, that is such a cool stat. That's the sixth most of all time. Seventh, like, But, you know, seventh. Yeah, that's all I've got. We didn't get super deep talking about the different themes in the movie, but that's OK. I mean, you know, we'll we'll let the we'll let the viewers have out of it. You know, listen,
1: if you like sports, right, if you follow sports, if you've ever made a bet or if you've ever thought about, you know, you know, or if you've ever, uh, you know, just wanted to see adam sandler in uh, you know a different a different type of a role because usually his roles are like you know a guy thrown into a situation he's got to come out on top where he's never been in before you know but this one is like not like that it keeps you watching it's got a really surprise ending that i never ever saw coming yeah. you know if you want to kick back uh you know fight your date over or watch it for yourself you know it, it'll be a good it'll be a good um, time to you know waste couple hours you know and uh hopefully you'll think what we thought about it
0: nailed it one final thing that i want to talk about is uh the like the the famous broadway singer um i I keep wanting to call her a DeZim. zim that's only because fucking um john travolta called her that uh adina menzel adina menzel is in this movie and i had never really seen her in anything where i thought that she was i let me rephrase that i never really thought she was bad but i've always felt that i don't know i never really got i never really understood the appeal for adina menzel but her performance What did she play uh dina his uh his estranged wife really yeah yeah so she's a famous broadway like singer you know she was she was in um oh my god i can't believe i forgot this a uh, uh, wicked. She plays the voice of Elsa in Frozen.
1: it like is. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she played Adam Sandler's wife slash ex wife in this, and I thought she was fantastic. I thought she, she was, was really, really good. And that's I think that's another tribute to the uh, the Safdie brothers who did this movie. Everybody in this film is perfect. You know, even the people that aren't even actors in this movie because they got they had real like. Uh, jewelry people in this movie and you're, you're throwing out that whatever diamond guy who isn't an actor. And there were other people in this movie that weren't actors. And yet people yeah. himself like Kevin Garnett, I don't believe had ever been in a movie before. No. And he was fantastic. And I, I think that the, the guys that directed this movie slash wrote it, produced it, they fucking knocked it out of the park. I think this movie was really, really well done and the movie extremely intense you're gonna your heart is going to beat like very very fast in this movie but it's a fun ride it's a really really enjoyable ride but it's not you know it's not a happy film by any means but it's still it's an opportunity for you to watch adam sandler in a performance you've never seen him in anything like before and he he holds his own and I think he excels, and there are a lot of there are a lot of things to like about this movie. The only thing I didn't like about the movie is what I already mentioned, which is the audio. But loved it. Would would watch again?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, and I think the cool thing about this too is if we ever watch a movie and we don't agree on it, or if we we would we would say too, we would say, oh I didn't like this. Well, I thought I did like that, you know. And yeah. So yeah. We we always do that kind of stuff, but I think we're both in agreement that uh, it was enjoyable. I was worried if you were going to like it or not. I didn't think that you would, but I'm glad you did.
0: Yeah, no, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So thank you very much for the recommendation. And to the listeners, hopefully, uh, if you haven't seen it, you'll check it out. And if you have seen it, hit us up on the old Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Let us know what you thought about the movie. And until next time, Rob, again, thank you very much for... For joining me and I look forward to uh, the next time we have you on.
1: It was a pleasure. Love you, brother.
0: Love you too. Listeners, thank you again. I will see you next week. Until then, later.